0: Enjoy it, said the senior church warden, but as you say, dear, he is going, and all I hope and pray is that we never see his like again. And you'll come with me to call upon him, George, urged kind little Mrs Pennycoop. After all, he has been our vicar for three years, and he must be feeling it, poor man, whatever he may pretend, going away like this, and knowing that everybody is glad to see the back of him. Well, I shan't say anything I don't really feel, stipulated Mr. Pennycoop. That will be all right, dear, laughed his wife, so long as you don't say what you do feel. And we'll both of us keep our temper, further suggested the little woman. Whatever happens, remember, it will be for the last time. Little Mrs. Pennycoop's intention was kind and Christian-like. The Reverend Augustus Cracklethorpe would be quitting Witchwood on the Heath. The following Monday, never to set foot, so the Reverend Augustus Cracklethorpe himself and every single member of his congregation hoped sincerely in the neighbourhood again. Hitherto no pains have been taken on either side to disguise the mutual joy with which the parting was looked forward to. The Reverend Augustus Cracklethorpe, M.A., might possibly have been of service to his church in, say, some East End parish of unsavoury reputation, some mission station far advanced amid the hordes of heathendom. There, his inborn instinct of antagonism to everybody and everything surrounding him, his unconquerable disregard for other people's views and feelings, his inspired conviction that everybody but himself was bound to be always wrong about everything, "'combined with determination to act and speak fearlessly in such belief, "'might have found their uses. "'In picturesque little Witchwood-on-the-Heath, "'among the Kentish Hills, "'retreat beloved of the retired tradesman, "'the spinster of moderate means, "'the reformed bohemian, "'developing latent instincts towards respectability, "'these qualities made only for scandal and disunion.' For the past two years, the Reverend Cracklethorpe's parishioners, assisted by such of the other inhabitants of Witchwood-on-the-Heath, as had happened to come into personal contact with the Reverend Gentleman, had sought to impress upon him, by hints and innuendos difficult to misunderstand, their cordial and daily increasing dislike of him, both as a parson and a man. Matters had come to a head by the determination, officially announced to him, that failing other alternatives, a deputation of his leading parishioners would wait upon his bishop. It was this that had brought it home to the Reverend Augustus Cracklethorpe, that as the spiritual guide and comforter of Witchwood-on-the-Heath, he had proved a failure. The Reverend Augustus had sought and secured the care of other souls. The following Sunday morning, he had arranged to preach his farewell sermons, and the occasion promised to be a success from every point of view. Churchgoers who had not visited St. Jude's for months had promised themselves the luxury of feeling that they were listening to the Reverend Augustus Cracklethorpe for the last time. The Reverend Augustus Cracklethorpe had prepared a sermon that for plain speaking and directness was likely to leave an impression. The parishioners of St. Jude's, which were on the heath, had their failings, as we all have. The Reverend Augustus flattered himself that he had not missed out a single one, and was looking forward with pleasurable anticipation to the sensation that his remarks, from his firstly to his sixthly and lastly, were likely to create. What marred the entire business was the impulsiveness of little Mrs. Pennycoop. The Reverend Augustus Cracklethorpe, Informed in his study on the Wednesday afternoon that Mr and Mrs Pennycoop had called, entered the drawing room a quarter of an hour later, cold and severe, and without offering to shake hands, requested to be informed as shortly as possible for what purpose he had been disturbed. Mrs Pennycoop had her speech ready to her tongue. It was just what it should have been and no more. He referred casually, without insisting on the point, to the duty incumbent upon all of us to remember on occasion we were Christians, that our privilege it was to forgive and forget, that generally speaking there are faults on both sides, that parting should never take place in anger. In short, that little Mrs Pennycoop and George, her husband, as he was waiting to say for himself,